This is Harry Man back, Francesco from Rome, Italy, and you're listening to the Spiral Out podcast with your host Chris West. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spiral Out podcast. Our guest today is Max Mon, Twin Home Prince. Let's start there. What's where's the name come from? Oh my God! I knew you were gonna ask. I'm sure everybody uh, asks that. <laughs> I know, and I don't, I don't even have a good answer. Um, back in college, I just uh, made this series of paintings, and it was all like revolved around home, and you know, you had to create some kind of bullshit thing for art classes, and it kind of just stuck. And the name—I mean, that was back in 2014, probably. And man, if I could change the name now, I would. But what, what, fortunately, it's on everything. What would you tr- <laughs> What would you change it to? I don't know. I always come up with like different names, but I'm just like, why am I even doing this to myself? Like, I'm, I can't change it. I've had it for what eight, nine years now. So I don't know. Something more fun, though. <laughs> Well, he's asking if I'm a twin. I'm like, no. Like, what about your divorced parents? I'm like, that's weird. Like, well, I, I read something about this. Um, because there's two homes, is that like you had to go in? Is that the, the concept between what people think? Like, uh, yeah. But it's a good answer. I should start just using that one. Yeah, yeah. like my parents got divorced. I had to go between two homes, twin home priests. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it literally it has like it has no meaning at this point. It's just kind of a name that stuck. So that's that's a little frustrating, right? Like, what the fuck? Oh, Two <laughs> twin home priests. God damn it! And everyone I've talked to who has a studio name is like, oh, we all feel the same way. And I'm like, your name is so much cooler. Like, why are you upset about your name? Like, yeah, but uh, I think it's everybody feels that way after a certain amount, certain amount of time. It's funny, uh, even the, the podcast name, like, I go back and forth. I'm like, is this a, like, did I stick myself in a hole, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. well. And if is, you don't like it now, start, change it when you're starting. Because after right. a year, you're going to be like, I'm too deep into it. I can't do it. Um, so saying that, let's talk about the Pucifer print. How, uh, yeah. how did that start? Uh, my buddy, Dave Clock, uh, he got asked to do the print, but he was swamped like pretty much every poster artist now since the pandemic's kind of lifted a little bit, you know? Uh, and he was like, do you want this? And I, most of my posters are for jam bands. Yep. So when he was like, do you want to do a poster poster? I was like, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> like, that's right up my alley. <laughs> like right? that's something I want to make imagery for. Like, even though I don't really listen to him, it was just like, it was something new. It's more like rock and roll. It's more, you know, it, it was an exciting job to get. So luckily I got that. And Did you listen to any of the music when you were creating the original image? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yep. what, what were your thoughts on that? It is weird. <laughs> Why is it that? Is really weird. And that was back when I was in my little metal shed with no windows. So I was just in there, you know, drawn, listening to everything. But, uh, I, I mean, yeah. It's it's not something that I ever listen to or anything. No judgments uh, either way. You know, I've I've talked to artists yeah. that just straight. They're like, no, I don't I don't like the music, but I'm but I did the art, so I have no judgments. Yeah. <laughs> you're still yeah. you're still a great artist. 
And and I think I, I like Pucifer more than Tool. Tool is definitely not up sure. my alley. Um, but Pucifer has more of that. Uh, I don't know what it is to it. It's more. I, I, th- I It's like a lounge. Personal? Right? It's almost like, like a, a rock lounge act. Yeah. Yeah. It's less. Yeah, it's, it's, it was just easier for me to listen to Pucifer. I uh, I can see which that. Which kind of helped also, like, if I got hit up to do a Tool poster, which I don't think my style really lends itself to Tool, I really don't know what I would even do. But Pucifer was like, <laughs> oh, like, I can I can get down with this, you know. So, so get, diving into that, what, I know this is always a hard question for artists when I ask them, but it's, uh, you had to start somewhere. What was the original? Okay, I'm listening to Poos for what the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to start here. So what's funny is I uh, was working with a band called Billy or Billy Strings at the time. Yeah, I've seen that. And they wanted, yeah, and they wanted like a space theme. Uh, sure. Kind of concept, and I drew out like three concepts, and the one I really liked was the cow getting abducted into the UFOs and they went a different direction. So then when Pucifer hit me up and they were like, we're doing a whole, you know, men in black theme, we're doing all this. You don't have to like include the band members or anything necessarily, but we do want like aliens, hieroglyphs. Like, and I was like, well, shit, I, I have that concept already. So I pitched it to them. They loved it. So it just kind of worked out perfectly. Did you have to do any tweaks? Like, or were they just immediately on board? No tweaks, no. Awesome. And it was just a thumbnail sketch, so it was like, you know, yeah. this is kind of what it'll look like. So Let's what, for it. And the original sketch, even that, like, how did you come up with that? Did you just like, oh, I really want to do a cow. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm always no, curious that, on, that. I'm always curious on, like, how artists originally, like, how does the, how does that image pop into your brain? Like, uh, one thing is I'm really bad at drawing animals, so it was kind of like do i even want to pitch this concept because i've never drawn a cow before and i'm i'm like uh, you know i'm much more like cartoony with my illustrations so that part was just me kind of being scared of drawing that but it just seems like cliche not cliche but an obvious choice to have a ufo abducting a cow yeah i mean you know? I, I understand the original like reference i guess because it's definitely a classic image um done and no one else did it during yeah, no, the tour which no. i was so surprised yeah um and I, I think some people maybe had it like in the background or something like that yeah but nobody full-on yeah. did the cow um but it is like a very classic imagery i guess like i don't know kind of reminds me of back to the future a little bit uh uh-huh. um but I don't know. And I love like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Growing up, it's kind of got that cartoony, you know, like yeah. fun. It's not super dark. It's kind of fun. The chickens also what they're like flailing its wings and the cow looks happy. So. I wrote this down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the cow looks like he's enjoying himself. He's got hay. He's, he's and like, he's just kind of aloof to what's going on. He's just like, all right, here we go. Like you he, know. Does, he doesn't necessarily seem unhappy about what's going. On. <laughs> yeah. What's going? And if I were a cow, I'm just saying. I would prefer to be abducted than made into burgers, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Who knows? Right. Uh, you know, being probed and all that stuff. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
depending on, depending on what you're into, it could be the time of your life or the worst day ever. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm really interested in the symbols on the uh, um, spaceship. Sorry, I'm bringing up the image right now. That was a completely last minute thing uh, on my end where I had made the whole image. They were just pink UFOs and they just kind of kind of looked basic and boring. And another part of the concept was we want to deal with uh, like Illuminati and sure. like, you know, pyramids and all that stuff. And I was like, well, it seems like it's just genius to get hieroglyphs and put them on the UFOs. If it's as if like that's their writing and you know, no, the stuff we in the pyramids, it translates. So I've seen the poster up close and to me, mm-hmm. like it's such a cool little detail and yeah. especially on the foil, um, it just, it almost looks engraved in, in the foil. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. What, it's what, nice because it is such a small detail. Like just looking at it online, you would never be like, oh, those are hieroglyphs on there. No. So, you got to see it in person. And I like adding, yeah. And I like adding small little things in my posters. Like even if it's like stuff under ink where the ink is completely covering it, but that little piece is like glossy and there's like hidden things. Cause hmm. I, I like, I label myself as a printmaker first and then an illustrator. I like, I love printing. I sure. try to hand print everything that I can. And just adding those little things are things you can't do with like a digital print and stuff like that. So I like to take advantage of that. I also noticed with the, with your poster comparatively to other posters from this tour the name Pusfer is like almost the fo- almost the focal point like nobody else did like a huge name in the of the band in the middle of the poster um and i'm guessing maybe this has something to do with your graffiti background like you're just yeah. i think maybe a little bit better with um what is that what is that word for for text um yeah just like hand style like yeah, yeah just lettering in general um and it's funny that you say that. I didn't even think that because usually I make the band name. I guess I sometimes make it big. A lot of times I've been making it kind of small. But this one with the concept was, you know, like a like a vintage postcard kind of greetings from. Yeah. So in the big text going down the middle. And it just seemed obvious to make it huge and in the center. Um and with it kind of being hidden with the light from the UFO, I, I was really excited about making that part where it like shines over the letters. Yeah. Where it's like abducting the cow and the hay and stuff. Uh-huh. How yeah. hard, how hard is that? Cause again, you're screen printing yourself and, and I want to get into that as well. Um, I think there, this one is like five colors or four colors or uh, maybe even- uh, this one was only four colors because that green overlays that pink to make that brown color. You, you have a certain amount of colors. You have to layer them, uh, not only digitally, but then analog. And trap them. Too, yeah. So they have to overlap. So when you're printing, you have some wiggle room and like things like that. So, so the, that, that part, the, the beam is, was really interesting to me just on a, uh, like explain, the screen printing process that is it just like anything else or do you have to do something special? Um, yeah, it was all basically just how I set up the artwork in Photoshop. So, you know, it it looks 
it's an illusion that it's overlaying, but really it's just me separating the colors and creating that black that's in the pink outline, you know, of the outside stuff and turning it into green, you know, and sure. just like it, it's, yeah. So, uh, kind of, oh, go ahead. Kind of hard to explain. I feel like sometimes when people are like, how do you separate that? I'm like, well, well, I've I don't know. I've seen, <laughs> like, <laughs> no worries. I've seen other art. Like I, I talked to, uh, what's his name? Max. I'm going to mess it up. Uh, like 242. Uh, I think or, he's another gig poster artist. That's uh, relatively oh. famous. Um, he did Philadelphia's tool poster. And uh, he showed me like his layering process. Like he had a couple of images I get five different images of the poster, like one black, just bl like the ink, then then just the blue, uh -huh. then just the reds and purples, and then it all layered together. So, I mean, I have yeah. a little bit of idea. What I don't know, and, and this is a question for you because you do, did you do your own screen printing for this poster? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, yeah. you know, he obviously sent those files out. I'm wondering how you take those individual layers and I can stretch or what is the term <laughs> uh, uh print them yeah, print them. <laughs> yeah pull them, yeah, pull them. Um, so what's that like i mean uh to create the layers then and of themselves is just separating artwork in the sure. computer or some people do it manually and stuff and then you print out uh like i'm working on a poster right now probably shouldn't show you the one with the band name in it but uh <laughs> So I printed out on transparency, and that's okay. just one layer. And they're all going to be black at this point because it's basically just blocking the light. Gotcha. And you expose your screen through this, you know, and then you have each layer, and then you just line them up and print them. And by printing them, you, you mean you, like, pour the ink on? Uh, print is, so, yeah, you've got your screen. Uh, you coat it with photo emulsion. Uh, you expose it with light. Anything that black on that film washes out then you have like a really intricate stencil basically on this mesh sure and then printing is just you line up each screen you do one color at a time and you pull the squeegee over that screen mm -hmm. and the ink only goes through that stencil gotcha so you have to yeah. make so if you're doing four colors do you make four individual screens uh-huh wow that seems expensive and you, print, and you have to print that screen on every single sheet so the difference between a four color print and a five color print could mean like a whole extra day of work. Gotcha. So most screen printers are uh, going to try, not only is it cheaper for them to print fewer colors, but overlaying colors. Like if you have a green and a, or a yellow and a blue and you want green in the image, it's like I'll just overlay those mm. with some transparency in the ink and make that green. So I don't have to print a whole nother color just to get that green. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, uh, uh, pre-production <laughs> it, it, yeah all of printmaking is very process oriented and yeah so uh again you're you're drawing you know this is this is pretty detailed work um mm -hmm. but then you're 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 doing the other side too um is there is there a reason you got into printing as opposed to just being an illustrator uh so I went to school for printing. I went to college for woodblock printing, 
mainly. And then my senior year, I kind of got more into screen printing. What's woodblock? Uh, I, I have this written down. <laughs> uh, woodblock printing is uh, uh, like lino cuts and things like that, where basically you, or relief printing in general, um, is where you carve out of a piece of wood or linoleum or something like that, and you basically roll ink on it and use mm, it as a stamp. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's it, it it looks great, but for my style, it was not efficient or it didn't lend itself. I'm very like meticulous. I like to make things look a very specific way, and that's a little more organic and hands done. Where screen printing everything can be done on the computer beforehand. You can like your image will look exactly like it will on the computer. If you know what you're doing, sure. uh, where woodblock printing is a little, a little different than that. So I, I think I understand. Yeah. So I changed it up senior year of college, kind of got into, started doing posters just for free, you know, for like friends, bands and stuff. Um, so screen printing always came first for me. And then illustration mm. came second. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, I just accidentally slipped into the gig poster world, and now I'm here. Now, now it's a career. <laughs> now you're like a one. Yeah. Now you're like a one man. Uh, one man shop. Shop. I, I, I yeah. feel like that's so much. Maybe not so much more, but it's got to be like a little easier on some level for you just to see the whole process through. Um. Yeah, especially with my like, uh, it's I don't I don't know. It's hard to give somebody else your artwork and be like, you print it. <laughs> I trust you. Yeah, you know. And there are definitely print shops like End Hymns and Broken Press out of Seattle where I'm just like, you guys, you're better printers than I am. You make it look better than I ever would. But there's something, uh, I guess, satisfying of creating it from beginning to end. I the only. The only relation I could have is right now I'm, I'm editing a movie I shot a year ago, you know, um, and And you filmed it and you're cutting it together. Yeah. And doing like filming it and then just giving it to somebody and being like, edit it, make it look good, you know? And I, you know, I made a poster for it, um, like last night or something and I put, you know, film by and then my name and it's like, I thought about it. It's like, should I put present it, you know, but it's like, no, I, 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 I was there filming. I directed it. I wrote it. I'm doing the editing. I'm doing the sound. I'm going to be doing the music. This film is by me. <laughs> yeah, You absolutely. know what I'm saying? Uh, I take pride in it. You know, not a lot of people, I, I don't know. I take a lot of pride in training and doing everything myself. It's, no, it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's it. super cool. So, um, yeah. and again, I'm relatively new to art in general. Like I can't draw <laughs> like at all. Um, like zero ability to draw, but I just love. Sometimes those are the best artists. <laughs> I I just love. I don't know if you could see behind me. I'm sure you can. I love gig yeah. posters, and it just kind of came yeah. out of nowhere. Like one day I went to a show and somebody like schooled me, and I was like, "What the fuck? There's all of this, <laughs> like all this cool art, yeah. and you know, it's also limited edition stuff, and you know, yeah. there's a whole community and." art so many artists that are doing cool stuff and that's why why i did this but um like what's your biggest hiccup i guess with doing all of it uh spelling errors uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right and now i gotta ask what was your biggest uh 
Fupa or like mistake where you're like shit. <laughs> Yon, Yonder Mountain String Band. I did a whole tour poster for them. Uh, they got they probably got like 400, and I probably prepared myself 50 or so, and was ready to ship them out. And they're like, "Is New Orleans spelt wrong on there?" <laughs> and I looked, and I was just like, I'm sorry. Fuck, "Are you kidding me?" And it's like. Because it's a tour poster, there's so many dates on there, and it's like it's such a small thing. And I was like, like, what can I do to not reprint these? But I ended up having to go on every poster, print a little brown square over that date, and then reprint that date over that little square. Oh, so you didn't have to lose the whole poster. No, that was nice. Maybe I should have done that because that would have been maybe even easier. But yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> things like that suck. Yeah, <laughs> but it. Just, it just happens, you know. I'm very curious about test prints. It's something new that yeah. I've seen. And they're they're like these little gems that artists do, in my opinion. Yeah. They're like wild. Like it's like a whole nother um what 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 is that process, I guess? Cause I see them from different artists, but I'm guessing you're just taking a poster and you're printing over it a bunch of different times? Or Yeah, so uh I, I don't really know how it works with people who don't print their own posters, but because I'm printing, like sometimes your screen is, is like clogging up or sometimes it's, you know, you need to get the ink flowing. So you need to do a couple test prints and rather than wasting just paper, you just use the same sheets over and over. So I just have a stack of them, you know, that are gathering prints and every now and then one will just like, it hits like that, perfect perfect layer of you know colors where i'm like i'm gonna pull that one out trim it up and that'll that's a finished print you know they're, so they're just kind of happy accidents there's no planning or anything in them yeah i, I like them i'm like uh i, I haven't i haven't gotten one yet um i've been again because they're like one-offs you know yeah. so you gotta be quick <laughs> yeah but eventually eventually i'll find one <laughs> um like if it's a band poster, do you do it differently than you would do like a festival poster or a, a promotional poster of some kind? I guess, I guess in a way, and I, I think band posters are a little more fun because uh, you're creating it for that specific band. It's it's easier to find like that general vibe of their music and create a poster based around that. Where a festival is, you're trying to encompass this entire thing. And it's a lot of times more just kind of what the client wants. Gotcha. Specifically where a band is more just kind of like, you know, sure. what do you think? How do you interpret our music? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, they're, they're a little different, but other than that, like I don't, I don't do or haven't been asked to do any movie posters or anything like that. So I can't speak on that front, but big posters is, kind of just where my heart lies because I, I think a movie poster would be difficult because you would have to represent it's a visual medium sure and you're, you're creating another visual medium to represent it yeah where music purely sound and it, it could be anything it's up to interpretation more you know yeah so. I completely understand you'd have you'd have more yeah. restrictions doing a movie poster than absolutely uh, I, I think I would maybe struggle a little bit who knows? On a movie somebody somebody needs to ask you to do a movie poster so you can test that test yeah. those waters. Um, yeah. 
Uh, you've done a couple of double posters I, I've seen. Yeah, it's uh, a big. Are those are those painting the asses, or, or is it fun to do like a bigger image? Um, uh, I I kind of like it. Uh, sometimes tying them together is kind of like you got to put some thought into it because it's not just sold as a big poster. They also cut them, so yeah. they have to also stand alone. Where if it was just a big poster, I feel like it'd be a piece of cake. But uh, I like doing them. I I think it's fun. Uh, I've done a couple for what Billy Strings and the band Goose. Yep. And you just kind of get to go all out and go weird. And my press doesn't print that big, so I'm always sending it out to be printed. So I try to add as many little tiny details that I wouldn't want to print myself. <laughs> so I I test those printers whenever I do something like that. <laughs> You're like, you're like, I'm not going to be able to do this. So I'm going to make you, this is, I wanted to do this that I can't exactly. do here. I want to do this. Yeah. What would be one of those and things? They, and then they always print it perfectly. And I'm like, oh, I, damn, you guys are really good. I'm not that good. <laughs> well, you're just one guy too, though, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you were in a metal shed. Now you're in a garage. Um, exactly. And I'm still hand pulling everything myself. So, and that's a little harder to get as perfect as, you know. So like automatic. again, with, this is the first time I've talked to somebody who actually did the printing. So, mm-hmm. um, I might lean more towards that than the actual art, but, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to talk about paper. Uh, I don't know anything about paper, but obviously, you know, if you get into posters, there's certain types of white pieces of paper stock. There's the foils, rainbow yeah. foils, dot foils. Um, is there, a difference between working in is there a different process using different types of paper yeah so there's there's lots of things like screen printing has so many elements to it sure um, where paper uh if it's if it's too thin because you're screen printing it's like a heavy ink going on it sure it'll warp you know i've and seen you i've seen this can't yeah, and then you can't line up your other layers. Uh, there's paper expansion and shrinkage where the liquid from the ink is absorbing into the paper and it can expand it out so your registration can be off on your colors. Like the paper literally changes sizes between your colors. Wow. So it's hard to line up. Uh, like foil paper, you have to use a nicer ink or else it can like pick off because there's nothing for it to absorb into. It's gotcha, like gotcha, basically gotcha. laminate on top of the sure. paper. Um, there's just, yeah, there's millions of different things. There's lots of different types of paper and just. Do you have like a favorite and, uh, stock and foil and or foil? Uh, my go-to stock is just called Cougar Natural because it's cheap and it doesn't change size too much. Um, and they've got white and like a natural white uh Really, really nice paper. There's a company out of, where are they, Wisconsin or Michigan, called uh, French Paper. And they're like top of the line, like super fancy papers. Um, And then foil is just, uh, they have so many different patterns. I've got a pattern, but uh, let me see. I typically just stick to one because then I can just, have it in stock, you know. Sure. Which is that, which is that rainbow foil? I recently did some on like a gold foil, but 
I don't know if you can. Yeah. Uh, do, any of those, do you mind? There are. Do you mind so later? Many. Do you mind later sending me a picture of that? I've never seen it. It's like a carpet. Uh, yeah. It's like a carpet thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize yeah. there were that many. Because and there it, are. Yeah. This one looks like weed leaves on them, and like. <laughs> like <laughs> roses and things like that. So some of them are kind of cheesy, but other ones, you know. Uh, so it's, it's, I, it's funny. I know it's and that's a relatively good thing. Is it? I think so. Foils. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've seen again, being into this for a couple of years, um, not until I got into the screen printing part of, of posters. Again, I think I started in a weird spot. Um, mm-hmm. you know, foils are a huge deal. Everybody wants a foil, right? Yeah. Um, not me. <laughs> I like, I like the paper prints. I think they look nicer. It, I, I think it, I think it depends on the print. I, uh, yeah, that is true. There's definitely one. I got from um, Maza, Maza, um, the Pusiver one, and I got one regular one and one gold foil, and I was so excited to get the gold foil because again they're limited and you in your getting your brain and like this is awesome nobody has this just me, and uh, yeah. But then I also got a regular one and I was like, damn, I like the regular one way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Sometimes I always try to make the foil look like it belongs there, but sometimes I think it can just be a gimmicky thing to sell. Sure. You know, post. No, and, and uh, you, it looks really nice if you print like a white layer on them because the white pops where it doesn't on you know other papers where it's so nice on the foils. So, well, things you can do that I think makes the foils a little more desirable and kind of look more special. I think it really works on yours. I haven't seen the dot foil in person, but I saw the rainbow foil in person. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. I think it really, really works on that Pucifer one. Yeah. Are you doing a Pucifer one for the next leg? No. I think they went with all new artists, which I get. I think they yeah. just wanted to change it up. But Gotcha. I know of some people who are doing them, and they're all cool people. So Awesome. Is it the guy who originally turned it down? <laughs> uh, this round. I told him to. I was like, you should do it. But everyone I've talked to is everyone's so swamped you know because yeah. everybody just just once it was like tours are back on everyone was like we are touring so, so again, it's been a good year to be a gig poster artist it, it seems like it um again so you do the whole process and, and then mm-hmm. you and then you sell them how much do you think it costs between and you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to how much do you think the cost is for you to make it as opposed to what what the final Again, it's hard to quantify your time and talent and work, mm-hmm. but um, I'm definitely curious on how much it costs to make a single print. Uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Like just printing itself is a fee that's basically just based upon how many prints are you getting? How many colors is it? Is yeah. it a rush job? What kind of paper do you want? And all those kind of factor in. Plus your um, time. Plus and, your and the time. skill And the skill to be able to do it. Yeah. So it's hard to like be like, this yeah. poster, this much, and now it's this much. Uh, a lot of it also, it, yeah. I get it. Hard uh, the the reason I asked that question is because you are also an artist that, uh, that I've seen online that sells 
original art. Like you, yeah. you, you have your poster up that's from Billy Strings, but you also have like the original uh, art that you drew on for like, I don't know, 300 bucks or something. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just curious again. I understand, you know, it's really cool to have that piece of original art and then, you know, selling a poster is affordable for everyone. Right. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to, Which I guess a nice thing posters. like everybody can have my art. Yeah. I'm not a painter where I make a painting and it's like, it's $6,000. No, it's I, like, no, I've, 50 bucks, you know, I've talked to artists on this podcast who, again, who have done a tool poster and that's literally like the only thing you can own from them. If you, uh-huh. <laughs> if you try to get something from them, anything else is like $5,000 and up yeah. because they, whatever their art, you know, they're, I don't want to say it's fine art, but I'm sure it is fine art on some level, but again, they're just doing these massive paintings and, you know, yeah. they're not even thinking about prints. They're like, yeah, I just paint and so-and-so liked it. So I did a poster. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Uh, just, I think a lot of tool, tool posters kind of lend themselves more to that like painter aspect um, that, where artists that they hire aren't necessarily made or, creating the artwork specific for print. Sure. And like you said, like maybe they're not screen printed. I, d- I don't know if I've ever seen a tool poster up close, but uh, yeah, just with screen printing, like there's, I feel like a very specific way of how you set up your artwork and how you're going to separate it for print. And that's usually in your brain while you design it. So gotcha. Uh, it just like, it just doesn't interest me at all. Like if a client came to me and was like, we want to do a poster, we're going to, we're going to digitally print them for the whole tour. I would just, I would, I would have pretty much zero interest. Even if it was an awesome band, I'd just be like, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't sound that interesting to me. It's just, I don't I, know. My heart I get is it. with screen. You're yeah. like a DIY. Let's get in there. Let's get ink all over the place. Let's get dirty. Uh, let's get weird. And it makes the print, and it makes the prints more personal to know that they were printed. I think it's like, you know, anybody can, print on a digital printer not saying that's how tool posters are made or anything like that no they you are know, there's They're, definitely special ways that. yeah no i mean yeah. I, you're not wrong um again transitioning from tool posters to pusover posters and and even other bands i would say most bands get screen printed posters and mm-hmm. they they're heavier you know it's just a different feeling and especially now that i know that you do all of your own like from start to finish um, it's definitely way, it seems way more personal and, and, and yeah. more of a finished product, you know? And yeah. again, I, I think with a guy like me who, who collects a lot of this stuff, um, in the back of your mind, you're kind of just like, it's a, it's a connection thing. Like how, like how do I connect more to the art? Like how do I yeah. make it more special? I could spend $125 and put it in a, in a, you know, a portfolio and it sits there or I can frame it, but you know, what, what emotions and what, what time, like, am I putting into this? And partly that's why I really like doing this podcast is I get to talk to you. Eventually, hopefully I'll own one of your stuff. And then now it's on my wall and it's like, I have a whole memory now. Like I talked to you, I got to know about it. I know you make it yourself and I own it. Like nobody else is doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um. Oh, I got a ne- sorry. Next question, and don't mind all these pauses. 
You won't even notice it when yeah. you hear the podcast. Um, no. Social media is obviously like a huge thing for gig poster artists. It seems like, yeah. um, how do you attack that? Like, did you have to like sit down and plan out your social media um, time and like, okay, I need to do this this many times a day or is there like a formula for, for you to stay engaged I mean, with that? Uh, I mean, at one point I feel like there was, and it was like just trying to get followers, trying to get people to see your stuff. Uh, I, I kind of reached the point where I just, maybe I have enough people looking at my stuff where I just don't care anymore. It's just, it's such a nice tool to have, but it's hard to get that following where it is a successful tool. Uh, just to sell prints and stuff like that. So I don't try to, you know, as people would say, beat the algorithm, you know, and try to do all that. I'm at this point, if I have something to post, I'll just post it. Sure. Um, and kind of like what you were saying with knowing your artist and like knowing how the artwork is made, creating a bond with it. Like I try to be, pretty open of like me printing the posters and so people can like I, I think most people who buy them from a show don't understand the work that go behind them they just see it as a poster i mean i bet a lot of people who own these posters don't even know they're screen printed or even know what screen printing is so i try to make that very like very clear about the process so people can maybe like relate to it more and like see how these things are done and the process that goes into them so I really appreciate that. Uh, tell you the truth. Yeah. Again, it's you know, it's it's it is weird because again, I'm so in engaged in the poster community. You know, at least in my little niche, that when I go to a show or multiple shows, like the people I'm hanging out are, we're there for the band, obviously, but we also yeah. are there because we're print collectors, and yeah. like I don't go to bands that I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not going to Taylor Swift if even if she has a screen print poster, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. not, not that her music is bad or anything, but uh, I'm not going to band. I've seen one of her posters though, and it was it was gorgeous. I, I was I, like, wow, that's why I brought I that, that I, That's why I brought it up is because I, I know which poster you're talking about, and it was dope. <laughs> but it's like, I have to, there's like a definitely a duality of some kind where I'm like, I'm not into that. Like, that's a cool, no, that's do, a cool yeah. image. Um, so I, again, it's just relating, you know, what you were saying before about a bond, you know, you know, knowing how much work goes into actually screen printing something. And then if you're lucky enough to get a cool one at the show you went to from a band, you like, it's just. But And it's also like these artists like me, like I'm cranking out a poster every, you know, three weeks or so. And it's just like nonstop going, going, going. And the cool thing with gig posters is. We, a lot of times we have a lot of freedom and we can try out new things, you know, that we've never done, which does result sometimes in some of the posts just being real duds. But it's cool because it's like on to the next one, you know. Sure. Like, it's, and, and again, it's you, cool can't, medium where, you can't win them all. <laughs> no. But it, it is a cool, like, art form where you get to try a lot of weird things. And usually the clients are, like, into it. They're like, that's like nothing I've ever seen before from you. That's cool. You know, like... Is there a specific poster that you have made that you were like, I'm going to do both sides where you're like, damn, I didn't know I could do that. And that turned out fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, can, is, is there one that comes to your mind uh, immediately? Uh, 
I think it's one that ones that usually push myself out of my creative style, which is like uh, I just did a poster for Trey Anastasio's show here in Missoula, and it was like a scientific like uh, diagram of like uh, like the core of the earth type thing, and it was just something really new to me. So when it was done, I was like, that's I'm like super happy with how it turned out and it's not something I would ever be comfortable making. So I was really happy with doing something like that. Is that, is that image on your website somewhere? Yeah. Yep. Those just, just came out the other day. So awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I want to, and other things. I mean, I think a lot of things like the goose poster that I did, which is the diptych with the two shoes. They're like, yeah, that one's cool, man. I was stoked at the end of that one where I was like, this is, I don't like to pat myself on the back too much, but I was like, this is rad. And which is funny because it was not a fan favorite. It was not a very sought after poster by their fans. So, And how do you gauge like that kind of rece- reception? Like, is it just by it selling out quickly or not quickly? Um, yeah. Uh, how, how many artist proofs sell? Um, also just like people's, comments you know on it or on their page you try not to read them but you're gonna read them every now and then you know somebody was like what the fuck is this we're not primus and i was like oh <laughs> like i want i thought that was really uh yeah it, it's hard to say but it's still a poster that i'm like the most proud of so even if they didn't love it that much i loved it i thought it was great so do you, since you're doing the the screen printing as well uh what's the talk like of how many art uh artist prints that you get like uh what's the average number what's that conversation usually like uh usually depends on how many they're getting uh like how big is the show like they're usually like artists can get like 50 paper 30 foils you can like sweeten the pot you can like drop your art fee and like get more of like an artist exclusive print if you want and like artist proofs kind of vary from band to band uh kind of based on how big the show is how many copies they're getting um some bands are very strict like fish uh was like you can have this many you can only sell them for this much where other bands are like we don't really care how many you print like go for it you know we're just buying our posters so what was uh, the Pucifer one like? What were they, they like? Didn't, they didn't really specify how many uh, artist proofs, to me at least. Nice. Uh, man, I wish I would have printed more because people ate those up. They sold out quick. I wasn't really expecting that. Did anybody kind of, uh, I don't want to say coach, but like give you a heads up on on that community beforehand? I, I knew about it, you know, and I knew Tool was a huge poster community. So I knew Pusfer had that slight, you know, also collector aspect, but I knew it was a little uh, more tamed down from the Tool crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it went better than I thought. <laughs> what is, I'm, I'm going to ask this question, but it may not be. I'm a... I'm assuming that was probably one of your fastest posters to sell out or no. Uh, no fish sold out in like two seconds. Oh yeah. And that was 150 (laughs) copies. So I think fish 
might have the tool fan base beat just by a hair. <laughs> wow. Uh, they are I'm ha- crazy. I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not into fish because I can't afford, yeah. I can't afford two bands like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And look- I know. And then after that, people buying them off eBay when they're like $600 and I'm like, <sighs> Oh, don't buy my poster for 600 bucks. Like just don't like <laughs> there's too much money. No, I've seen. Yeah. I think that when I was looking just at images of, of the Pusifer poster and seeing what other stuff you, you had out. Yeah. They're definitely, uh, a few up on eBay for, you know, four or 500 bucks, 600 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah. like, how do you, there's not much you can do about that, right? Like. There's some detective work you can do. Uh, and ban people from like, there's people, I have a list of people that if they place an order, I immediately refund their order. Cause I have found out that they're eBay flippers and stuff. Um, but it it does take time to like figure out who's doing it and stuff like that. But I want my art to go to people who are gonna hang it up and like like it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if a poster is not selling out, flippers can buy it all day long. That doesn't bother me. But if it's a poster that's selling out, you know, in seconds, yeah, I'm gonna try to cancel as many orders from people who are trying to just make profit off it. Do you ever get any pushback, like people emailing? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who cares? It's my yeah. right to cancel their order. They yeah. can't do anything. They're not out any money, so no. yeah. Um, I could keep their money and just not send it. That would be <laughs> where I could get pushed back. <laughs> um, so we talked about like the the what is it uh, the the Trey and a how do, how do you say that band name Trey? It's Anastasio. Anastasio band. Anastasio. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a guitar player, singer from Fish. Yeah. Um, no. So you did this poster and you were like really impressed. Do you remember the last one? You were like, ah, this is garbage. <laughs> and I'm not saying any uh, of them. And I know that's probably a question you don't want to answer, but. Uh, yeah, I see one now that's garbage. I'm not going <laughs> to say who it is. Fair enough. I, I don't think that'd be fair to the band. But no, I'm it wouldn't like, be. This is, yeah. Yeah. I'll. Uh, there's a couple out there, though. Yeah, and what do you, again, like you said, you just move on to the next one, right? Yeah. And yeah. Do you ever get like imposter syndrome? Uh, Every single day. Yeah. <laughs> I think my wife is pretty sick of it. She's like, "Dude, just enjoy you're it. Doing fine. Like, people like your art, and I'm like, no, no one's gonna hire me again. Like, nobody wants this. You know, like, what am I doing?" You know, Emic did a poster for this tour. Why am I on this roster? Like, you know, things like that. Well, we'll say this. Uh, uh, you know, the Emic's right here. Uh, uh, I have a spot. Again, I'm I'm working on getting one of yours. I try to get one from everybody I've talked to. Um, yeah. So I'll eventually get one of yours. To, don't worry. But uh, it's going to go on the same wall. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Well, um, yeah, and you got an imposter up there. So, <laughs> well, and if that's the case, I'm sure I have plenty. Then, like, you know, yeah. I, I, in my normal life, I'm a what you, what they call a director of culinary services. Like, I, I run a whole department, and I mean, I get that shit every day too. Where it's like it's hard to quantify, like, yeah. if you're doing a good job, because people are yeah. like, "Yeah, the food's fine," and I'm like. But <laughs> like, and I think like with everything, like my wife is a nurse and even she was just like, 
why am I in charge of people? Like, yeah. what? You know, like, it's weird. It's so, a weird thing. Yeah. And especially since I'm a one man studio and like everything is just me, me, me. It's, it is a lot of pressure, but it's, you know, I just, it's, I don't know. I don't think it'll ever go away. Uh, at I least, at least maybe you have some comfort in like knowing that you're doing the whole process and not a lot of people do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, sometimes when I do it, I'm just like, people don't care if I'm printing these. Like, it, you yeah, know, some like, level. I, 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 it, it matters to me. Yeah. But to other people, I don't know if other people care all too much. They, you know, or even know. I, so, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know until I looked into it. Um, yeah. But again, I think uh, art is a weird thing too. Cause like when you, if you're just a casual concert goer, right. And you see the poster and you're like, that's ah, a cool poster. Um, you're, you, you probably almost never research the artist or even know that like certain bands do different artists from show to show. I think you actually, or when I was a teenager going to shows, like I didn't even know there were posters at shows. I was always like, I want a shirt. Yeah. You know? <sighs> And I tell you this, I've gotten probably a thousand, you know, I've probably been to a thousand shows in my lifetime. No, no joke. Um, I probably got a shirt, most of them. Mm-hmm. I don't have those shirts anymore. <laughs> you know what I do have? No. I have a fucking and poster. usually they're on some shitty Gildan shirt or yeah. something. You're like, ah, oh, this isn't nice. This doesn't fit. No, all my gig <laughs> fucking shirts they're the worst because I buy them and for like two, the first time I wear them, I'm like, I look great. This is awesome. And then you yeah. wash them and you're like, fuck, I need to lose yeah. weight. <laughs> I should have got a size bigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. next question, I guess. Uh, so how on a daily basis is the, do you have any like rituals while creating the art? Do you have like a process like before you sit down, I'm going to get like a coffee or, you know, I've had some artists who like literally thank the paper and pen and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. No, I, I am not a spiritual person. I just kind of draw some weird shit. Uh, well, how do you make it? How do you get weird? Like what's your, you know? I don't, oh, I'm, I'm not even like a weird person i don't i don't really do drugs or anything like i'm not a i just i've just draw weird stuff other than that we go to bed pretty early i just <laughs> kind of get up in the sun stuff you know like i'm a pretty normal guy so sure i don't really know where all these things come from in my head you gotta um, do you have any <laughs> process in gathering inspiration at all yeah so I'm super influenced by like old vintagey, like clip art, things like that. Obviously graffiti. Cause I did graffiti for a long time when I was, you know, a teenager. Yeah. Um, do you still, just, Oh, sorry. Continue. <laughs> sorry. My bad. Uh, do I still do graffiti? No, not really. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm just, it wasn't my scene. Um, I used to run with like a crew. I never did any graffiti, but my best friend was yeah. like a, a relatively well-known dude in LA and like occasionally, what did he write? Uh, what did he write? No. I'm trying to remember his his his, his like yeah. name or whatever. I can't. I can't. It's yeah. on the tip of my tongue. If you think of it, let me know. Yeah. Uh, um. But they had their like little crew or whatever, and you know they go out in the middle of the night and yeah. 
they have their like blades and not like for fighting, but for like etching and their different markers and spray cans with different tips and shit. And I would just like hang out, which would probably really irresponsible of me to not do illegal shit with people who are doing illegal shit. But Uh, it's just fun to be a part of it. Yeah, you know, um, I'm just, I just have this like fantasy of you, like in the middle of white, we are in Wyoming, right? I live in Montana right now. Montana. You're just like going out in the middle of the night, spray painting things, sides of barns. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, tractor trailers. We're, we're we're a big train country. So the whole train culture up here, you know, like, Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Which travel all around the world. So. But it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of uh, inflated egos, which, you know, even I would fall into it. Just Sure. And just, I don't know. It was just such a cocky little subculture. It's hard to make money, though, too, doing that. That, too. And also, just as you get older, you realize, like, getting arrested for painting something isn't, you know, fun. <laughs> No, I really like the art aspect of it. So in screen printing, it did kind of evolve from that, from like me screen printing stickers and stuff like that. So it all kind of evolved in one big fluid motion over my life where it wasn't like a, like a bold transition. It was just like one slowly phased out while the other phased in. And yeah. Um, do you find yourself like analyzing art that you see or like graphic design out in the world? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty stubborn, uh, and like, I, I have my opinions. That's for sure. <laughs> Definitely when it comes to art. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty picky about things. Hmm. Including my own art. Yeah. So. Uh, when you, when you say you're like looking at fifties and sixties pop art and stuff, where do you find that? Just like on the internet? Do you have like a go-to source? Yeah, uh, for a while it was like Instagram. Instagram kind of, kind of got like it was kind of making me depressed. You like compare yourself too much to other people. So I kind of tried to tone down social media, uh, which I've been pretty good at. But now, like, I try to buy a lot of books uh, just that I can flip through and stuff, like old vintage books and old magazines. Not even like like mechanics illustrated and stuff like that. Like I've got this big book of like good housekeeping, you know, which is bound just sure. So many magazines of it. And that's I awesome. love stuff like that. So I guess my, la- one of my last questions is how do you keep it fun for yourself? Like, again, you're a family man, you just bought a house, you know, you're, you're swamped. How do you keep it interesting? Uh, I mean, sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes, like even today, I hate to say it, but I mean, it's so nice outside. It's like fall weather now, and it's like yeah, just perfect. But I've got a poster due on the 6th, and it's got to get shipped there and printed. So I'm like, I'm working long nights, and like it's exhausting. You know, I'm not necessarily going to be having fun. Uh, it, it's, I don't know. It's hard to find that happy medium of, because I'm also working with clients, like, I'm not just creating artwork where I, it can be done whenever it's like, this needs to be done by this time, ship by this time needs to get there safe. And like, um, I, I do like creating just my own little art prints 
I think that's like a nice release for me of creating artwork without like a timeline looming over me. Uh, How often do you step out of your own style? Like, do you ever create stuff where you're like, I'm going to try this because it's not anything that I would normally do. I guess like that, uh, uh, fish guys poster is kind of like that. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. um, There's that. Like there's, there's styles that I really like to work in. Just my clients don't necessarily want them. Like, like I did a poster for like Wilco, which is like a helicopter, you know, like more collage, a found photo, like with a water bucket going to like forest fire, like a modest mouse poster of like guy on a found image of like a cowboy. And like, it's all very organic looking and like pieced together. Uh, but most of my clients really want my illustrated stuff. So it's, it's kind of so, like up to them. And I always ask them, I'm like, send me like three of mine that you like so i know kind of what style you want sure and it's kind of evolved into this illustration type of thing so i I can work in lots of different styles it's just one i think has kind of dominated all the others and it's like the kind of comic book character uh yeah i don't want to call it i don't want to call it bubbly but it's no it's it's, it's hard to define yeah it's not graffiti it's not cartoon it's not it's almost like like a little bit like psych art from yeah. like San Francisco era, like art from, you know, let, that type of stuff. But yeah, it's kind of hard for me to even pinpoint what sure. the style necessarily is. Uh, how again, because you you grew up mostly in the like in the area that you live, like the Midwest type area, right? You've been there yep. like your whole life. Montana, and born and raised. Yeah, I feel like looking at your images that that's a huge influence on what you're doing. Um, I don't know if you see it, but I feel like I see it. Like, I, I don't know why, but I, I, I feel like I can tell, like when I heard that you were from the Midwest and I was looking at your, I'm like, yep, I see it. Um, do you oh, explain that to me? Cause I don't see it. What, what, it's, what it's very specific? earthy and like organic. Yeah. And like you were talking about, um, there's not like a, I, I think those are the two best ones I can say is like, it's very mm-hmm. organic and very earthy. Um, yeah, I feel that. Uh, there's like this yeah. twin peaks type feeling to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, kind of like yeah. But also, I, I feel like it is nothing that is being made around here. Like sure. a lot of people around you know, it's like landscape paintings and drawing animals and fish <laughs> and bear. So when Billy Strings, you know, when they came here, I was like, I want to do fish, fly fishing, but I want to make them weird. Like, I don't <laughs> want to do a cheesy fishing poster. Like, let's make them have eyeballs all over them and stuff. Like, let's let's get weird with it. So, And what's so strange is like, when you say, let's get weird, I just think it's normal. Like, yeah, I'm like, who wouldn't? It's not, it's not yeah. weird at all to me. I'm like, let's get normal. Like that's just completely normal. And, and, I, and <laughs> I think I call it weird because other people do it. Like if I do like any like type of like craft shows or something where I'm showing it, it's just a lot of people being like, how do you come up with this stuff? This is weird. And I was like, I don't know. I just threw extra eyeballs on a fish. Right. It's not that complicated. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, again, I guess my question was, do you think how much of where you grew up and your actual location, do you think influences your art? 
And uh, so I'll, I guess I'll let you try to answer that if it is at all. Yeah, I, I mean, I always thought no. Uh, but then what you said about it, maybe so. I, I feel like I was more influenced in like things that I... Not like more like cartoons and stuff. Like I was a Nickelodeon kid and like a Cartoon Network kid. Like I, I love all that style, but like graffiti out here, like it just didn't exist. Sure. And I picked this weird subculture to be a part of where I literally had no one to talk to other than <laughs> things online. It, it was kind of weird. And gig posters was kind of the same way. Like nobody out here is Montana's a big state, it's, but it's pretty empty. And well, There's no one really doing what I'm doing really by me, you know. Sure. Well, let, let, so, let, let's take your Pusover poster, for example, right? I mean, there, you say you're from Montana. It's the only one where it's like on a farm. <laughs> like in the middle of yeah, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. So, I mean, uh, maybe you don't realize it, but I saw it. <laughs> I, I think it does all just kind of, it's all in your subconscious. It's all sure. in my subconscious. It all just kind of comes out. I guess my next question so. with that is, is that something you, uh, this is like a therapy question, but like, would you not want it to be um, influenced by where you live? I think, I think it just. Cause I, I would say embrace it, man. <laughs> I would say it doesn't matter to me. Sure. I, I think it's like, it's like a thought that wouldn't even cross my mind or I wouldn't like, I would never worry about it or gotcha. try to dissect it like that. Sure. Um, I, I think that would just be my answer there. It's just, that's a great answer. Know. That's a great answer. I don't care. To I was, know. Sure. <laughs> my bad. I didn't mean to turn this into Dr. Phil. <laughs> no, you're good. Just things uh, I never thought about. Um, in a lot of my art, and I was this way all throughout art school, which my professors hated, was I was someone who didn't like to dissect. Uh, I'm the same way. Uh, uh, the not, meaning of the art, I I just want it to look good. Uh, believe me, I, I struggle with this a lot. Where people are they like, "What did this image mean?" Yeah, they're like, like, "What does this mean?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know. It's a cool octopus, man. <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell do I care?" Uh, and it is hard sometimes with posters too because they always want a concept sketch, and I'm like, "I want to do this, you know, weird thing exploding here and this." And they're like, "How does that relate?" And I was like, "Honestly, it doesn't. I don't know." <laughs> do you but like it looks it? cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, we love it. <laughs> then you put the meaning in it, and I, yeah. th this is where I think it relates to music in general is that like mm -hmm. you put the meaning into it i created the it's song yeah i created the song i had i went through whatever i went through to create the song and not me personally but let's just say pusifer for example you know my whole life experience you know i put into this three minutes yeah and now it means something to you that may be completely different to me so Absolutely. I, it, again so i think it's kind of weird not weird but just like I've asked artists about this all the time where they are, you know, it's weird for you to tell me what that alien uh, abducting yeah. a cow means. It'd be, yeah. it'd be wild if you were like, I, no, 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 it's not even about a cow, man. Like, <laughs> and I almost think sometimes it's pompous and I'm like, you're just pulling all this out of your ass Two, Sometimes I think it's really boring because sure. people will be like, I'm going to find this one lyric and they mention, you know, this, so I'm going to do this. And it's like, okay, that, that's kind of boring. Sure. Uh, 
Yeah, I think it can go a lot of different ways, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't fit in with the fine art crowd because I, I was not good at that. It was like artist <laughs> statement. Oh, thank you. I, I no do, way. All right, last but, couple of questions. What uh, yeah. do you, do you collect anything of like other than posters? Like, do you have something that you're like, oh, this is what I collect? I don't even collect posters. <laughs> I don't. You're gonna be surprised with that. Um, no, I'm not actually. <laughs> like I, I only buy art if I like really, really like it, and it's usually just a screen print that's not a poster. Um, what do I collect? I like Legos. Sure. I like I like old vintage magazines. Yeah. Um, but no, not, I'm not really a collector. I had a rock collection as a kid, and. No, I, I just haven't really been that way. I'm kind of not a minimalist, but I don't, I don't, I guess need a lot of stuff. The, the What that leads into is, you know, what, what is like the, I don't know, nerdy thing that you do that maybe doesn't apply to art? Um, like my lady, uh, I, I really like, my, go ahead. I really like fish tanks. Cool. Uh, fish tank. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I wish it could be bigger. Uh, you know, I used to have like a 55 gallon fish tank, yeah. all this stuff. And I've just gotten into growing like plants in my fish tank. I would say that's pretty nerdy. Of yeah, me. no, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I recently got into Star Trek. So I think that's pretty nerdy. <laughs> that's about as nerdy that's as like the nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I'm very curious. I won't ask these questions, but I didn't know you can grow plants in a fish tank. That's awesome. Have you ever drawn? I didn't either, and it's great. It's awesome. So, <laughs> right? Have you ever drawn yeah. your own your fish tank? I've been kind of pitching an idea <laughs> where I want to do a fish tank that's all like weird on the inside, but I, I haven't had anybody uh, agree to it yet. But one day, I'll I'll be drawing a fish tank. Let me just look through my notes to make sure I hit everything I wanted to hit. Uh, I, yeah. I always have one last question. Uh, actually, two. How do you balance the family and work? Now it's really easy because my couch is right there. Gotcha. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before it just sucked. Um, but I, I kind of just try to get up in the morning and work because my wife is at work, and then we're both done by you know dinner time and hanging out. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to be really good at that. Um, and I think I've been good at it because I used to be a really big night owl throughout like college. I used to be the guy who like stayed up till four drawing weird stuff. So I I think that's the best way to do it. But Agreed. I think that's a better question for my wife. Probably. Sure. Um, so How I, am I doing? Right. How you doing? How's he doing? <laughs> doing all right? <laughs> you want him to change. Right. So I know you do the, you do posters, you print them, you know, um, you do t-shirts too, right? No, I worked at a shirt shop for like five years or so. And that's where I learned how to screen print, you uh, know, most of my stuff. So. I'm just curious if you do any other, if you're producing anything other than gig, like posters, like stickers. Uh, uh, I, some people do toys. I, I, yeah. So I, I produce lots of stuff. I don't make it. The only thing I print myself is posters, but I do stickers. Uh, I've done some beer labels. That's right. The beer, the beer. beer, You didn't touch on that. So that was a fun job. Uh, it, it is, 
the more I do other clients work though, like I'm, I'm doing a whole like merchandise thing for a band coming up for their tour of like all the shirts. Um, the more I do all these other jobs, I really like gig posters. Yeah, I just have so much freedom, you know, like gotcha. with a shirt, they're like, we are trying to sell as many of these as possible. It needs to be very accessible for a poster. It's just one show. I think they're just like, you know, let's get, let's get weird with it. If it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. It's just one show. It doesn't matter. But like a beer label, it's like, this is going to be mass produced and sold all over the United States. Yeah. So we don't, it, it's hard for me to get away from the comfort of gig posters because they're just so fun to work on. I feel like. Again, you kind of mentioned it. I'm sure there was conversations about not getting that weird. <laughs> um, and there was yeah like little things like we can't have shrooms on there we can't have you know like no cigarette no drug references no you know like in some things it was like this is even this is getting too trippy and not that they didn't like it it was they were like we have to go through a legal team and then we have to go through another team Gotcha. Then we have to go through each individual state and they can turn down the artwork. Mm. Um, you know, like it, over a million different things. Like I did it end up in a store I, near you? Yeah. And dogfish head brought all their brew, all their beers to Montana. I don't know if that's why I was chosen as the artist. I think it may have just been a happy accident. Um, so yeah, it's been cool to see the beers in the stores. Uh, that's for sure. That's gonna but, be uh, that's gonna be a wild feeling. It was weird. I'm a little <laughs> more used to it now, but when I first saw it in there, I was like, "This is this is nuts." You're like, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting turkey meat, like turkey sandwich meat, milk, yeah. and cream cheese. Uh huh. But that beer over there, see that artwork? I made that. I made that shit. Yep. Somebody had like cases of it, like in the front. <laughs> like, this, this is weird. Right. Uh, but it it was a really cool feeling. Yeah. I, I don't know if I couldn't. I would. I think if I had something like that, or it was just like in the front of the store, and I walked in, I would just stand in front of it and be like, "Hey, look at that shit right there. That's me. Yeah, that's me, bro." Well, <laughs> we were at the grocery store. I was at the grocery store with my niece, and I was like, uh, "The pumpkin ale had just come out, and they had a box of it there." And I was like, "Hey, look at that!" And I pointed to the boxes, and my niece was like, "Yeah, I know. You made that." <laughs> like, not at all. And I was like, "All right, okay, yeah, true." Last question. Any advice for up and coming artists and or screen printers? Uh, different advice to both screen printers. If you're wanting to learn how to screen print, I highly recommend uh, skip school and just go work at a print shop, a screen printing shop. You know, even if they're just doing shirts, like you're going to learn how to print like a pro every single time because it's expensive to mess up shirts. So there's like no mess ups in a print shop, you know, uh, and then for gig post artists, I don't, I don't know. Make connections, keep your connections, be nice to people. Don't miss deadlines. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. And like, keep with it. Like I've been doing it for eight, nine years. And I feel like I just kind of got found, you know, I'm like, sure. Finally busy. It like finally just happened. So it took a long time. Like, yeah, don't expect that you're going to make posters for, you know, Pucifer or Fish, like right out the bat. Like, just make posters for your buddies' bands and just keep working at it. Hmm. Um, 
again, uh, I'll probably cut this out, but, uh, this is just me. Yeah. I, uh, you know, earlier you were like some of the best artists don't know how to draw, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm kind of taking that to, in my brain, it's like, okay. Cause I really would eventually like to figure out how to do gig posters without knowing how to draw. <laughs> like, Dude, uh, I mean, look at the, what, who am I thinking of? Like, think of like, uh, the bubble process. Uh, they, not that they don't know how to draw. They're really good illustrators, but it's like, it's that style where it's like bad on purpose. And I, I just, <laughs> I love it. And there's other people like, uh, like aesthetic apparatus, uh, who doesn't draw anything. It's all collage found image, like graphic design, stuff sure. like that. So there's, you know, drawing isn't everything I feel like. It, so then at that point, it's just like, uh, what connections do you have to get into the circle? Yeah. Yeah. To where and that's the hardest, that's the hardest part and having managers come back to you and, you know, stuff like that. Um, I forgot to ask this question, but I ask it now. Yeah. What is your thought process on AI? Uh, I don't know. Have you heard well, about any of the like AI generated art and whatnot? Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't think you could generate my art through AI, so I'm not too worried about it. If somebody wants to, I'm, I'm like an artist where it's like any type of medium that you want to use. If it gives you the result that you want, you know, to do it. I, uh, I've been dabbling again because I don't know how to draw and you guys are expensive, (laughs) but, um, I will say this from my experience, you cannot in, in, from what I've tried to do at least, and I've spent hours on, you know, these AI generated things, you know, it's all trial and error and you never quite get what you want and you, they cannot do what you do a hundred percent, 100%. Uh, at least not the programs and discords that I've been using. They, they get weird and you can yeah. kind of figure it out if you're lucky enough, but yeah, I don't think they, at least in my opinion, they're not anywhere near close to being able to do what you can do. It's it's hard because you're taking the human brain out of the the equation. Where like in my illustrations, like I'll I'll do things that are obvious mistakes, or it's like that shadow does not go there, or anything like that, because it's all my perception. And you know, and those weird little quirks make it not perfect, but it's like perfect because I made sure. it that way. If that makes sense. No, it makes so, complete sense. So I'm curious about your AI stuff. Send me some. I I, I will. I will. Even what you're talking about, because I can't even picture what you're. No, you I'll, I'll 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 text to you. Um, and I have a I have a I'll send you a few things and how I worded it to the to the thing, but okay. um, no, I mean what what the problem really is I think with the AI where it doesn't have anything on you guys is you can be as specific as you want with a computer, it's still yeah. them just it's just an algorithm that's trying to interpret these words and then pop something out. Yeah. I, I can't tell, I can tell the AI, Hey, I want a cow on a farm being abducted by aliens and yeah. it'll, it might, but their interpretation of what I think an alien ship is, is going to yeah. be something completely 
you know, exactly. it just might be a circle or. And that's the thing. It takes the human brain out of it. Right? Yeah. Just like you just can't be. So you can, exactly. And it's, it's odd. It's just odd. Um, but I'll send you some. And uh, okay. anyways, yeah. so thank you. Do you want to do a quick plug? Uh, sure. Uh, or please, I'm telling you, is, I'm telling you, please yeah. to do a quick plug. <laughs> everything is just under Twin Home Prints. My Facebook is Twin Home Prints. My website is TwinHomePrints.com. Instagram is at Twin Home Prints. Uh, that's how you're going to find me. Uh, that's pretty much it. I've got posters for sale online. Uh, I'm good at on Instagram and Facebook. I always post whenever I have a poster drop and when they drop. So if you're dying to have something that's coming soon, you know, that's how you get all the, all the who, what, wins and where's. So. Fair enough. Twinhomeprints.com, Instagram, twinhomeprints. Uh, Max. That's P-R-I-N-T-S, not P-R-I-N-C-E. <laughs> Yeah, not Prince like, uh, like the singer. yeah, like the singer Lake Minnetonka. I'm glad that we finally got to do it, and uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was fun. You, it was better than other podcasts that I've done where they did not do any homework or they didn't know what to talk about. This was, yeah, this like truly was a really nice talk. Again, my imposter syndrome is kicking in right now, and I'm like, did I? I, I, I no, spent a little yeah, time. I, I spent some time last night looking you up. I spent some time, like about a, two hours this morning, looking you up. And uh, there's oh, a lot out there on you. Good. I don't know if you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's creepy. But <laughs> I was worried that it was all going to be you asking me, like, what's your favorite Pooster song and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, oh no, I don't, no. I don't. What am I going to say in this podcast? No, 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 no. no. Uh, again, like, I think Pucifer and Tool. And that kind of stuff is a good catalyst. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Again, look up his Instagram and all that madness. This was super fun. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Spiral Out Podcast is produced by me, your host, Chris West. Edited by me. Researched by me. Uh, everything is pretty much just done by me. Uh, go to our website, Spiral Out pod.podbean.com follow us on instagram at spiral underscore out underscore pod facebook spiral out podcast and again if you want to see some of the images associated with this episode click the link in the show notes and it'll take you there again thank you for listening spiral out pod dismissed wait that's another show